0: Hey everybody it's ben and rob from edge of wonder on rise.tv is it time to say goodbye to the incandescent light bulb president biden passed a law banning their sale in order to help stop climate change
1: but is there a deeper reason for the ban? who's really losing out and what does this mean for the companies who make them
0: Next on the topic of bans, Canada passed the Online News Act requiring social media platforms to pay news outlets. In retaliation, Meta blocked Canadians from viewing and sharing news content on Facebook entirely. (laughs) Then
1: in other news, News Nation asked Lockheed Martin about reverse engineering technology from Alien Craft. Interestingly, their response is both vague and shocking at the same time. So tune in for that. (laughs)
0: Plus, we'll talk about Antarctica trending on Twitter because of unusual weather temperatures and some mysterious facts about how ancient pyramids may have been found there that connect to the Giza pyramids in Egypt. Why didn't people know this information before? Or was that hidden from us too? Yeah, I think we did mention it at some point on the show. We've had so many shows, it's
1: hard to say. But anyway, haven't we mentioned Ben? Yeah, I know, really. Well, join us on this Edger, Edge of Wonder live show as we uncover all of this, plus a live QA and a meditation slash prayer only on rise.tv. So we'll see you guys out
0: on the edge. And
1: if you're listening to our edge of wonder podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review so we can keep making
0: this awesome content and reach more people. You know what I'm really sad about Ben? I'm sad that in the, in the very near future, the type of light bulb people are going to draw above people's heads when they have an idea is going to be some lame. Uh, LED light bulb. One of those spirally things. It's not going to be a normal light bulb.
1: Well, the really ironic thing about all of this is that Rob and I actually filmed a new series, The Lightbulb
0: Conspiracy, which haven't even came out yet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, in case you guys haven't seen, we're usually like exactly ahead of something that's about to happen, which is this like very strange thing that we've been experiencing since we started.
1: We just did it with the reptilians too. We're like, oh, let's write about reptilians. And all of a sudden, the crazy lady on the plane comes out. (laughs) Yeah. And we yeah. we already it was like we already recorded it and it was like wow that's so weird, you know?
0: But is, um this incandescent light bulb thing though is it's disturbing. I mean it, it government is. I really do feel like this is beyond government overreach. Like you you do need to let people choose, like you don't get to it's it's like a parent overstepping their child after they're eighteen and making decisions for them for their lives. At a certain point, the the, the child moves out and is like, "Screw you," to their what, parents.
1: You know? I I and like the goal is just to, to get all the light bulb manufacturers to switch over to LED lights, I guess, because they last longer. And um, yeah, but that's
0: a that's a conspiracy in of itself.
1: Yeah, I mean, and without like giving too much way, I mean, there's so much to the light bulb conspiracy, but the the, the gist of it, if you guys haven't heard about it, is that there's a light bulb that's been on for now 120 years and it has not turned off. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, and then what happened during all that and how the light bulb manufacturing industry has been the most, um, uh, what I want to say, it's it's been the most controlled out of any industry on the planet. And through that, all these other industry, it, it, it just influenced all these other influence er, um, companies. Cause it was like, if we can make a last ball, a light bulb last forever, everyone will go out of business. So let's make it. So they, they last only a specific time. And then it,
0: then you have to buy a new one. Ben, you're our yeah. resident light bulb expert here. So oh, we've got a comment <laughs> over on YouTube, I, I would like to hear your reaction to this. So the comment is from co-create happy. It says guys i read about incandescent light bulbs and many of them also had mercury in them so not safer what do you say to that ben well that's that's what that's what they're trying to get rid of the incandescent light bulbs no no but what do you like what do you oh, think like with are the mercury it, yeah like were there I, mercury in a lot of them are the, are they actually not safer like what do you think
1: i i mean that that's uh, on the surface that's what they're the excuse that they're using um i know that there's a lot of chemicals in really harsh metals inside of those. Um, and they're, they have been known to cause headaches for some people too. Um, you know, especially like hospital I can't stand hospital lights. You know, there are those really bright, super bright lights. And th- the same thing with malls, like you walk in a store and it's really super bright in the store and everything. And those, those are usually those light bulbs or the, you know, the long tube ones. Those are the ones that, that, um that are, supposedly have more of the chemicals in them now i'm kind of confused myself like what does this mean i guess it's banning all incandescent light bulbs but your average light bulb that you're
0: screwing into a socket is incandescent okay but but banning banning yeah like that's not okay Imagine, imagine just like, like we, we have a, we have a studio, we, we have like specific looks we're going for in our backgrounds while we're trying to, you know, maintain a business or whatever. You're telling me now I can't buy an incandescent light bulb, even if I want to just like as a one-off, like there's something really wrong about that, you know?
1: and I'm I'm sorry I'm getting fluorescent fluorescent lights and then incandescent lights um, a little bit confused. The fluorescent lights those are the ones that emit like a
0: yeah they're the like ones a, in hospitals.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones I'm talking about. You, you know, so I'm kind of surprised that what like so like again. You know, I think this is this is attacking more of the consumer base aspect you know it's like our regular light bulbs which (laughs) i mean realistically they should be changing laws for these companies to say hey you know we want your light bulbs to last longer now now the average led light bulb does last about 10 years that that's something that did change um typically your your normal light bulb you know, it's always lasted 15 hours for like, or 1500 hours. Sorry. For like, you know, a hundred years, it was kind of the standard because they made it the standard. Now things have changed a little bit. So, okay, great here, Lindsay, you have this up now. Um, can you zoom in a little bit, Lindsay? So how it works. Yeah. Gas, the heated gas produces ultraviolet light for that's the fluorescent
0: light bulbs so well okay yeah. down, down here it says lifespan so number of 60 watt equivalent bulbs required to supply 20 million lumen hours there's 22 versus three fluorescent versus one led like right. the leds look trash man yeah That's the problem like the both yeah. i think the healthiest for your eyes are the incandescent right and and
1: honestly, mm. like, okay, so there's a minimum. So what they're requiring now is a minimum of 45 lumens per watt. The standard incandescent light bulb has about 15 lumens right now. So that that's one of the reasons why they're saying like, hey, you know, but, but it's like, – <laughs> It's just, I feel like everything they're doing is attacking the consumer overall instead of the actual companies. Now, now I guess whatever's in the market will, will be sold. And then after that, it's like, hey, you can no longer manufacture these anymore. So it doesn't apply to a bunch of stuff like the lights you have in the fridge, black lights, bug lamps, colored lamps, infrared lamps. The list kind of goes on. Floodlights. Reflector lamps. So, the, I mean, there, there's a lot still going on there. But, um, but I mean, th- like I said, the good thing about LED lights, they do last longer. But um, so, so I guess the band is only on the manufacture and sale of light bulbs that produced fewer than 45 lumens per watt. So, if there is an incandescent light bulb that is more than 45 lumens, then it's then i guess it's okay to be on the market. And maybe so, they'll
0: create them now because they have yeah, to. That's the other aspect too.
1: Yeah. So it's it's just it's just really I mean, you know, first they're like, "Oh, we need to gas or ban gas stoves." So like in New York, they, they they banned that, you know. They're going after It's just I feel like what this will do is create more things for them to go after, restricting more people, restricting us more and more and more. So it's like, oh, well, now we want you to buy this. Like already, um, Biden also wants to have by 2035 all cars have about like, f- somewhere, somewhere around like 50 something miles per per gallon. Um, you know, which which sounds good on the surface. Like, oh yeah, well, but no, yeah, now
0: you can't buy SUVs anymore that are actually powerful.
1: That, that's that's going to be the problem. What, is is every single car going to be be like a hybrid car which actually costs a lot more and um two it it, it's it's like restricting the consumers even more and then they can even control this um as well so okay 40 miles per gallon by 2026 but by 20 i think it was like by 2035 or something they want to have
0: like 56 or but yeah but 40 miles per gallon for any type of um like flatbed truck not possible Mm -hmm. Like those right. are getting um those are getting anywhere from 20 to 25 miles per gallon so it's like ha- what do you do well now now they'll they'll have to make cars that have much weaker engines that can't pull things now humans can't get around as easily in the na- united states like again That's- you're you're overreaching you're you're not letting us decide how we're spending our money on gas and you're making this entire narrative around what gas is doing
1: it yeah and and i feel like okay Granted, we definitely have an issue with pollution and all these things, but I feel like they're using climate change as a weapon against the mainstream consumer out there instead of turning around and going to these companies and saying, hey, actually plastic creates more pollution than anything else in the world right now. (laughs) It's causing more issues health wise. It's polluting our waters. It's polluting our airs and or, or air and and you know you don't have any any government organization saying we need to go after the plastic companies you know for for creating this issue it's just like oh let's just go after it's, this yeah consumer. it's our fault for you giving <laughs> <the straw>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like we're gonna take away your gas stoves um Really, how much gas does, you know, and and, and like most people now, I I
0: mean, it's like like all these straws being found in the ocean that are strangling fish and whatever wildlife. It's like, did you think about the companies that are responsible for dropping all of that trash in the ocean? How about that? Like, why is that? Like, people throw straws away. They're not just they're not just going out into the ocean and dropping a bunch of straws there for like sea life to strangle. Like what companies are doing that, right? Exactly. And then we're the ones somehow getting blamed for it. It's just bizarre. The whole thing is weird. Yeah. Well, the other aspect too is is um,
1: trash. Y- you know, that was my concern with all these light bulbs. Is like, what? Well, I mean, at least they're going to allow them to all be sold because otherwise they're all just going to end up in landfills and um that's not good <laughs> but i mean this is going to be uh a- an ongoing issue you know all these companies are so focused on their esg scores and not sustainability which that's go- you know realistically that needs to be the focus because how many how much products are getting recycled they're not even being recycled. Most of the tech products are getting dumped in other countries, which we actually will get into
0: in our well, and not, our whole not just that, but you and I did a bunch of research on, on recycling. And only like nine percent of the things you put in recycling actually get recycled. So why it's just for show. It's yeah. literally just for show. Like it hasn't why would why in the world am I separating out my recyclables when you can only recycle 9% of the stuff that just tell me what the 9% is and I'll recycle those. Okay. Like, yeah. What is this? You know? Yeah. It's and, like you, and you've created a bunch of jobs for all of these people. And then they're literally 9%. They're, they're 9% effective it's so <laughs> or are needed they're, they're yeah. jobs, you know?
1: And the other aspect too, is, um, you know, some of these led lights that you buy now at the store, they're Bluetooth Connectable. So you can connect your phone to them, you know, which makes it convenient because you can, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to change my lighting or whatever using my phone. But now you have to download an app for it to work. That app is probably made by some Chinese company. (laughs) and and, and it's now connected to other things in your phone so that is also my concern so I I don't like to really use a lot of my like I don't really have any apps connected like my Bluetooth at my house except for like you know you have no choice with your TV uh, you know in most cases or something like that but appliances like why do I need to have my my alarm clock connected to my iPhone you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. like like a like a bluetooth connection i mean it's just i don't know there's just weird things out there and and that always like gets me a little bit weary i'm like why are like why are they doing this and and honestly well, I think it just isn't
0: a lot of these companies too are trying to get ahead of other companies and have more convenience so they create this like they can just it's it's it helps sell their products to say that there's bluetooth connectivity and you can manage it from your phone yeah you know? so then everybody's okay. doing that too
1: yeah it's true and uh and and the thing about this light bulb conspiracy going back you know it's it, it, it that's what it's literally called it, because it was it, it, you know a conspiracy is when more than one pe- one person conspire to do something um in secret i, I mean that's really all it is and that's what happened in real life and they got in trouble for it but um, it, it's pretty insane how they were able to control the entire light bulb industry. So, um, and more than that, too. But yeah, you know, so, so I don't know. This is just really weird. I, you know, I mean, you know, in the short term, it's like, oh, yeah, this is good. But in the long term, it, it's just, I feel like it's just going to give them more, like, kind of a segue to be like, Oh, well, let's ban, let's ban this, let's ban this, let's ban this, let's ban this. And, you know, and and then pretty soon we're just going to be like extremely restricted on where we can go and what we can do.
0: Yeah. Which is, I, like I mean, to... already it's like that already. It you know? sure is slowly, slowly happening every day. There's a little bit more progress and having less personal freedom. And at some point it's just gonna, it's, it's going to turn into something that they can't handle people are gonna it's gonna go too far
1: i agree i agree well why don't we um why don't we this is a good way to show a trailer and we get back we'll talk about the canadian <laughs> the canadian, debacle. The canadian yeah.
0: news debacle
1: <laughs> the other ban that took place right
0: all so. right let's do it
2: the planet is dying reduce reuse recycle We're made to feel guilty for causing climate change. But what if this is a bigger agenda being financed by Big Oil itself? In Edge of Wonder's explosive series, the Big Oil Industrial Complex. We ask, is it all a big scam?
1: when it comes to oil, it does so much more than just provide our gas, yet people know very little about how much oil goes into creating one of the biggest potential health threats on the planet
2: right now. Plastic. Bike to work. Watch your carbon footprint. Don't use plastic straws. Are the companies pointing fingers really the ones responsible for the destruction?
0: Why are there plastics in our blood? And if everyone cares so much, then why is there not more pressure on these massive companies to make changes? Who's really behind it all, and why are they doing this?
2: Is the focus on profits making these industries turn a blind eye to what they are really doing to our bodies?
1: Nowadays, plastic is in everything, including all bubblegum.
2: Get ready for an expose that will turn the oil industry on its head.
0: You won't believe what we found. Oh, Canada. Oh, that was our... Um that was our big oil industrial complex series. If you guys haven't seen it, um, kind of like we were saying before, for some reason, we're usually a little bit ahead of, for some reason, stuff that's about to drop. I don't know why, but the big oil industrial complex was one of those things as well. Yeah. Uh, with was. all of this news kind of coming out about plastic, what it's doing to our bodies. We really explode, expose all of that. Um, and it, it gets into the history, the really dirty history of, PR and propaganda in the world and how it developed. Mm -hmm. So this is actually a fabulous series. If you want to learn more about that and have some really interesting facts for those, you know, those, those family barbecues that you have in the summer where everyone's talking about stuff and don't really know what's going on. So uh, definitely check that out. If you can support our work, it's only 9 99 a month on rise.tv. And you can join our awesome community who's over here talking to us right now. And they're all fabulous people. Really funny. Really. really <laughs> we have a great time over there. So yeah, seriously,
1: <clears throat> you know, the, the other thing actually, when we are while we were playing this trailer, I, I was thinking about um prices of stuff, you know, and I, yeah. I don't know as a result, it could be like, Oh, well, Hey, we can't do these anymore. So we're going to, uh we have to raise the price, you know, due to, government restrictions or whatever it is, you know, Mm -hmm. so that, that could potentially potentially happen too. So that's, I don't know. Like I said, though, I, I just worry more and more that this will give them room to slowly take away things such as what's happening in Canada. So, um, what
0: is happening in
1: Canada? Yeah. Okay. So Canada passed this, um, online news act, and there was some confusion um, on really what this was or, and what happened. Like some people thought it was uh, an, an act to um, actually stop Canadians from ac- accessing news, kind of like what's happening in China and all the censorship, maybe. And that could have been like inadvertently what they were planning. I'm not really sure. But however, what this was, was that they they want with all these tech companies, Google, facebook um of course instagram is connected to facebook and all these other other tech companies they felt that um on like news media companies should be getting some kind of compensation for people visiting like for for these platforms sharing their content because it's boosting you know views it's boosting usership on these platforms and so it's, hey, like, it's like, hey, you know, since these articles are being like viral on Facebook and Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Google should be paying out a little bit to these media corporations.
0: Why? Um, that, why? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would why well, would news media pay? It's it's like,
1: I guess. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's where the uh, that's where the debate is takes place you know is it should it should media or um social media companies like twitter is one of them as well should they do that i don't know yeah in some ways i can understand it because it's kind of like okay here's like free content everyone is sharing these things but at the same time it is boosting these
0: media corporations and companies hold on so if For you on YouTube, for instance, Mm -hmm. if a news media's um, show gets a lot of views and YouTube is creating or generating revenue from ads that it's pumping in there, Mm -hmm. then it makes sense for YouTube to pay those media companies for the ads that they put on there and share. Like there's like ad share, right? Right, right, right. If that's not going on.
1: So it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's not like a, a media company is posting their own stuff on Facebook. That's different. It's like if you and me post something from some media in Canada, while we're in Canada, we're like, Oh, Hey, look, I found this article. I'm posting it and it goes viral. They're saying that media company should get some kind of compensation because I made a viral, I made a post that went viral using that article. So it's like, they should get something you know, now in some and another aspect, maybe I should get some compensation too because I'm the one that originally
0: shared it, right? Man, like where do where does that like where where do you start that conversation? Like, yeah, so, is it the tweet or is it the article? Like the person, Yeah, another so article. In, in
1: retaliation, uh, Facebook completely blocked all Canadians from accessing m- media
0: content. News articles on Facebook, right? That now. way, they don't have to pay money for yes. somebody posting. That's so weird.
1: It's very weird, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if this was inadvertently. Like, well, if we do this, we're going to be looked at as like some kind of crazy dictatorship, you know, like Trudeau. And so it's like, oh, what if we do this this way? Facebook's going to retaliate. We have we were like, well, we didn't have anything to do with it, but in reality, maybe this is what they were actually trying to do, you know. Knowing that Facebook was going to respond this way, I don't know. It sounds that sounds totally crazy, but then again, it is Justin Trudeau.
0: So, <laughs> I, I have a like. I really actually think that a large portion of it is that. I I think that that. <laughs> I can't like I'm not trying to be critical here really but it's like I just feel like there's some there's a very big disconnect with reality and what some of these people in power think like they're in their Mm -hmm. own world or something and they don't really understand what they're doing or saying when they say it and then there's repercussions for the things that they rule you know yeah that could be Um, and face well meta. You know they actually
1: have a um a post uh, on their official website talking about this directly and um they have that and and then and then some people actually some fans of ours in Canada were sending me some screenshots of what they were getting when they were trying to access various news articles on Facebook. So Lindsay, can you pull this up this um changes to availability on our platform. She's pulling it up right now. She's getting it. So this is on Meta's official site and it just... it, It basically... It just gives this long winded answer, but it's basically saying in response to the online news act content from global news outlets, including news publishers and broadcasters will not be available to people accessing Facebook and Instagram in Canada. People in Canada will no longer view or share news on Facebook and Instagram, including news content posted by news outlets.
0: That's really weird.
1: They can no longer see links or content from any news outlet pages or accounts. That's this is just insane.
0: This is like the whole purpose of you see the thing this the reason why this doesn't make any sense is like. The whole purpose of those news media are to publish news and to get it passed around so that there's more uh, traffic on their site and then they can make money off of the traffic on their site. Yes. So it's like, and they get SEO. So there's more people like a good SEO score. And then more people are coming to their site naturally. And then they can they can sell advertisement on their site. They can sell all kinds of other things. So isn't this completely, you know, neutralizing a media's ability to make money in the first place? You know? Well, the, the
1: other thing... Um... The the other thing is too. Uh, wh- what about the news publishers themselves? Do they do they agree with this? Are they against it? So this this is an example of what comes up if if you're in Canada and you're trying to access certain news articles. Why can't I view or why can't I why can I share or view news content on Facebook? And this is what you'll get. <laughs> Hmm. So I don't know if it's for everybody, if it's just like, if it's just a certain, you know, m- maybe like, yeah. A- anyway, it's, r- it's really, really weird. So I, yeah. And, and, you know, the other, the other option is, the other aspect is, I'm um, sorry, is, um, there has been a lot of information coming out about Canada and, um, you know a lot of videos of Trudeau like doing his thing and people not happy in in yeah. Canada you know when they see him and a lot of things are going viral so that's why it kind of makes me wonder I wonder if this is more the issue well if he, it, you know
0: <laughs> yeah it's clear that they can't really take criticism over there like other- yeah
1: but but it's but I feel that Aside from that, let, let, let's just look at it more in like a very innocent way. It, aside from, from that response to it, 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 it's also kind of like, okay, wait, here's like politicians making policies and regulations out for, for like, and this is affecting the dollar line of companies now
0: The because <laughs> like any
1: media in Canada right now is going to be hurting financially so how I don't understand how they can pass this when when we're dealing with actual companies like Facebook is a company, you have these media companies. So I, I just doesn't make sense. Like I just really I I just hope this is not something that they will pass in New York or in uh in the U.S.
0: Yeah, but Twitter would never do that, right? Right. Like well, I, I can I see Elon is, changing. It, yeah, I mean. It was, I mean, it's government, right? So it's like, they, like, look at this light bulb thing. Like, we have any control over that. It doesn't matter how bad they're screwing over these companies, how bad we're they're screwing over us. They're still making this law that keeps us from buying the light bulb that we want to buy.
1: Right. Yeah. Or the cheaper it's like, one.
0: <laughs> it's sort of like, you know... Yeah. It's, it's like exactly like with cars. It's like, yeah, I know how much it's going to cost to keep up that Lamborghini. I know how much gas it's going to burn, but I want a Lamborghini, right? It's my choice to buy the Lamborghini or not. And then I have to pay for all of the problems that come along with it. Mm -hmm. Now I can't buy a Lamborghini, which is the incandescent (laughs) light bulb that I want because Uh, you're not letting me like, what are you talking about?
1: Did you, did you actually speak in Lamborghini? Did you hear what, what they announced?
0: What did they announce?
1: They are no longer no longer making Lamborghinis with gas engines.
0: Well, okay, so they learned they're from all, what Tesla was doing. They're all
1: for now. Like they sold the last one, and for here on out, all Lamborghinis are going to be um, f- electric.
0: You know what I want to say?
1: Yeah, and I'm like, dude, that's they're effed. That's not going to happen. People, you don't buy a Lamborghini for
0: being an electric. Yeah, it's like vehicle. no one wants a silent Lamborghini, dude. Those guys buy it literally to be <laughs> douchebags in the middle of Miami and rev the engine at a light.
1: Yeah, that, that's what they do. So I, I can't imagine, like, maybe the, uh, like, here they're showing more of the SUV, like the, the, the uh, what is it? I forget what it's called. Yuri or Yuri, Yuris, or I can't remember. Yaris, something Uranus. like that. <laughs> something like that anyway and it's like okay i can understand maybe that one but even still that one they the engine and that thing is insane because it it has a lamborghini normal lamborghini engine in it so if they're going all electric i mean if you have the money to buy one then why would you buy a lamborghini at this point it's like well i you know like you said you're buying you, you're, a
0: lamborghini <laughs> so that you can show up at a light <laughs> with like a bright yellow or red Lamborghini and rev the engine and fly past the light as soon as it turns green. Yeah. And that's show why it. you bought it. So right,
1: I I would imagine Ferrari sales are going to be, they're, they're actually going to go up at
0: this point. Yeah. And all the other, these people are just cars. like, this is the ESG score in effect. Yeah. You're, you're, it's like Bud Light, dude. I went to a concert the other day and it was in the South. Let me just say that. Not, we're talking about thousands and thousands of people, Ben. Mm -hmm. I did not see one person drinking a Bud Light, and they were available at every store. Wow. Every other beer was being drank. Bud Light was not one of them. I can't even tell you. I said it out loud. I was like, "No one's drinking Bud Light," and then this guy turned to me and said something really funny that I can't say on. Uh, <laughs> I can't say it here, but I will tell you later. That's no,
1: that's really funny. That's really funny. All right. Yeah. You you can tell me after the show. Sure. <laughs> All right, uh, Lindsay, Why don't we Why don't we go into the trailer, and then um, when we get back, we're gonna dive right into all this ufo stuff because there's a lot to come a lot to talk about a lot is coming out with it so why don't we do that now sounds
0: good
2: war conquest death most world war ii historians will highlight the politics of the time but gloss over the truth behind Hitler's quest for power. The blood-spattered trail the Nazis smeared across the globe cannot be forgotten even today. But what if details were lost in the aftermath of the manic effort to create a Third Reich? Or what if they were left out of the history books on purpose? What if the Nazis were searching for something else? Particular artifacts Hitler had researched feverishly in his darkest days. Objects so extraordinary he believed they held the answer to world domination. Objects that had the power to change the course of history itself. These were the relics of power. Of all the relics the Nazis sought to find there was one valued above the rest. One that would secure the destiny of their rule and guarantee it for a thousand years to come. One with a history that began in antiquity. The most mysterious of all the relics. The Spear of Destiny.
0: Yeah, the Relics of Power series. Actually earlier, uh there was someone that posted a really cool comment here on our Rise TV chat from Sa <laughs> Sa M. So my 8-year-old son and I binged the Relics of Power series Saturday night. That was great. Very cool great series it's the it's the real life story of you know indiana jones not the (laughs) the man but the story itself of the nazis going to look for these relics and why they were doing that and what power these relics are said to have really and what they would do to the person that held those relics in their hand it's a really really cool series so definitely check that out if you like uh you like to know all about that stuff which it's pretty fascinating Mm -hmm. to me very cool
1: so, Rob, Brian has a really important question for you. So, was it Nickelback that you went to go see? I would rather
0: die <laughs> a painful death <laughs> than go to a Nickelback concert. Uh, I thought that was really funny. Like,
1: dang, why didn't I think of that first? yeah anyway this is our uh what Lindsay's showing right now is our whole entire massive um there's a lot of episodes i don't even know how many episodes we did in this series but it was a lot and they were done in a very documentary style there were nine 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 episodes all All right let's um let's get into some ufo news yeah so yeah. So okay, Lockheed. This is really fascinating. So, um, what what is that news? I keep wanting to say Newsmax, but it's not Newsmax. The one that the one that came out with the um... News Nation, dude. News Nation. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So they asked. Lot. They had. They asked. Actually, asked a few different government contracting agencies. I think Skunk Works, Lockheed Martin, and a couple of others. And the only response they got back was from Lockheed Martin. And it was an actual, it was a very interesting response. Really? I, I, I was, uh, I, I, I assumed that they wouldn't even get a response. So let's just play this. This is. It, it, we will talk about what we think of
3: this. So we decided to ask some of these defense contractors straight up. Are they, as alleged, housing and keeping some of these UAPs or UFOs that are not from Earth? Uh, in their possession, and are they trying to reverse engineer them? We asked basically all the major contractors, and just one got back to us today, and it was Lockheed Martin. And let's put it up on your screen here. This is what they said. They told us here in a very short statement in response, quote, questions about UAPs are best addressed by the U.S. government. Notably, Elizabeth, that is not a denial. So we decided to ask some of these defense contractors straight up. Are they, as alleged, housing and keeping some of these UAPs or UFOs that are not from Earth in their possession? And are they trying to reverse engineer them? We asked basically all the major contractors and just one got back to us today. And it was Lockheed Martin. And let's put it up on your screen here. This is what they said. They told us here in a very short statement in response, quote, Questions about UAPs are best addressed by the U.S. government. All right. Notably, Elizabeth. Yeah. That keeps playing over and over again. Yeah. Like yeah. But,
1: but it's like, yeah, that they, they He's right. They didn't deny it. I I was, I was actually kind of shocked w- w- when I saw their response because you would think they they you they would. I feel like they would craft that question a little bit. Uh, for one, I, I'm even surprised they even responded. Because no one else did, and to me it kind of shows like they they do they, well, they, they, they are. I they mean, just we all know threw, they
0: are. They just threw the U.S. government under the bus. They did. They were they like, did. well, they're they're they we they they contract us. Ask them. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that gave us all of this stuff. Yeah. And asked <laughs> us to do things with it. Why don't you ask them?
1: And. I mean, from what I know from talking to so many of these guys, it's like you can't really ask questions. It's like here, like study this, you know, whatever, you know. It's like where did this come from? Oh, you, you don't, you don't really know. You're, you're just like, okay, here's this, you know, and that could literally be what happened. It's like you know, the U.S. government or the military drops off this craft at Lofty Martin and just says, "Do what you can with this," you know. We can't tell you anything more about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Figure it out. Let us know. Give us the technology. You keep the money. So <laughs> that seems to be a lot of a uh, common theme on this. Um. All right. Th- there's some really interesting things that, that have been happening over the last week, and Rob and I actually were having this conversation before we started the show, and we both have kind of a different views of, over what's going on. So I think this is kind of cool to bring this up. Um. This guy named Sean Kirkpatrick, he is the director of all domain anomaly resolution office, the the RO. Now there's like these different. There's like the A-tip, there's this RO and there's something else, you know, and of course, oh yeah, what's so weird is that Mitch McConnell was behind one of these programs. And then he's the one that froze up last week. We forgot to
0: talk. What do you mean? He froze up. Um,
1: let me, Lindsay, while we're talking about this, can you, it. can you, yeah, see if you can find that. It's so weird what happened. Um, and we were trying to show it last Friday, but, but um, I ran out of time with Simon and we didn't get to it. But so this guy comes out saying that um, essentially he, he says, he said the hearing was insulting to the officers and the Department of Defense and Intelligence Community Who joined RO, which is specialized department of the DoD, tasks with studying UFOs. So, I think because from their standpoint, they're they're doing these research, and I don't think they're actually um, seeing these crafts firsthand. You know, it's just like stuff that they're seeing in the sky, reports that were they're following through, and things like that. What's really strange is that the Biden administration completely distanced themselves from this Sean Kirkpatrick guy, which kind of shows me that they're 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 supporting more what's going on with this. This this I feel like it's more of a soft controlled disclosure. And if the Biden's administration is behind it, that that kind of gives me a red flag with this. Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute, though. You're jumping to a lot of conclusions here. What does uh, what does a, you know, distancing, what, what does that kind of mean? Well, with, if they're yeah. if they're distancing distancing themselves from Sean Kirkpatrick, what do you think that means?
1: Well, my guess is that they're actually more leaning towards supporting what David Grush is saying. It's just not.
0: I don't think that that's what's going on. I think they don't want to get involved in comment and they're trying to stand under the radar. Like, why would you, why would you want to, why would you want to throw in on this conversation when it makes the entire U S look like they've been holding things from the world for this long. Also Biden isn't necessarily the most capable orator. If you haven't noticed Mm -hmm. that that is very true Too him. Having to comment on this might be a complete disaster.
1: Oh, yeah. I I actually don't think he would. I don't think he would either, but
0: it's it's easier for my point is it's easier for the White House to denses themselves because he can't speak well than it is for them to start talking about it and have Biden actually have to make a statement.
1: Right now, the question I'm wondering about is actually this this Sean Patrick guy. I don't know. I think he's a Democrat. That's what I'm, I'm, I want to look more into right now, actually, which doesn't really matter too much either way, to be honest. I mean, well, let's,
0: let's play this Mitch clip that you were, that you were. Yeah, let's play
1: that
2: uh, we're on a path to finishing the NDA uh, this week. It's been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of, uh,
0: What in the world? Yeah, dude.
1: Watch. Keep washing.
0: Is he an alien?
1: <laughs> That's what everyone's asking. Look at. Watch. Is he having a stroke? He's not even blinking. He's not blinking.
0: Dude, this is MK Ultra
1: stuff. Yeah, this is weird. And then watch what happens. It's not until they touch his arm.
3: And
0: then he's he just had some kind of incident dude
1: well that's what people are, are saying did he have a stroke but it it doesn't seem like i mean if if w- wouldn't if he's having a stroke like i, I don't w- his eyes just froze like he didn't blink
0: no he's he, like, it's he, like no, a robot that, that just that like, was very died. similar
1: to a person having a stroke okay i mean he could have been he really could have been The, the the everyone's been from what i could find on this there hasn't really been any official announcement of what's going on with this so i don't know anyway um well yeah, so I want I want to, I, I really actually want to find out if there's anything more. So, but Mitch McConnell was, I think he was the one that was backing the ATIP stuff. Um, and so Sean Kirkpatrick, he's the head of the the RO office. That's within the DOD that investigates UFOs and UAPs. That's kind of why I think he's against this, simply because you know it it kind of goes against the official pentagon narrative it's like no we don't have any craft we don't have any aliens you know we're like we're researching this stuff we're 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 looking into it but it's almost like i think this this is kind of a fake group the arrow group i I don't know i think all this stuff is so compartmental compartmentalized within the pentagon within the government it's probably like no one knows anything of what's going on and then on top of that, you have a very few select people that actually do know what's going on that's contracting out to, to um, organizations and companies like uh, Lockheed Martin. Therefore, everything's off the books. So therefore, most people within the government in the Pentagon wouldn't really know what's going on unless they have like very high level clearance to, to help them
0: understand what happened. Well, which is why this Grush leak is so interesting we haven't had a leak like this in years. So of course at the beginning of this entire thing, I'm like very, very suspectful, Mm -hmm. you know, but watching what's been going on, I'm more, I'm more likely to believe that we have a very interesting intersection of actual whistleblowers coming out for different reasons. And I don't think it's necessarily. Let's put it this way. They have, okay. no matter what time this information came out, no matter when this information came out, there is a laundry list of stuff they could be they could be releasing this information at this time for Mm -hmm. like to basically a bunch of stuff. The Biden administration is constantly in this like situation where there's all of this stuff getting exposed about what was happening in Ukraine, Russia, Burisma, all of that stuff. Yeah.
1: And in the same day they had the Hunter Biden hearing was the same day that they had this hearing. Well, and some of that could
0: have been orchestrated because what we're, what we're talking about here is like the best opportunists of all time. It's like, if this Mm -hmm. information is going to come out, use it. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the information that's getting leaked is like, way bigger than i think anyone would have imagined because what it's doing is it is it's causing a massive like it was a massive domino effect where you have this uh, eric hecker wonderful. and then all of the stuff with mike schrat that you just came out with is now like oh. being looked at anew.
1: Well, it is, but, but that was actually, that's completely separate. So I know that Steven Greer and them were planning this. And then around the same time, David Grush came out and I feel that's why I kind of feel like they're like, Hey, all this information is about ready to be dropped, which is really big stuff. The information that, that, that Steven Greer's team came out with was massive because it's It's happening right now. Some of the whistleblowers that came forward, it's stuff that they saw within a couple of years. David Grush is, and the thing is with David Grush, he hasn't seen anything personally. He's just, he's saying, oh, this is what this person told me based on documents that I saw. So it's like, why not bring the real whistleblowers forward? Why is David Grush the one that's kind of the one doing all this when he's not really he didn't have any first what do you mean
0: what do you mean he's not a whistleblower he read all of the classified documents and every single one of those people came to him to reveal what they knew so he is a legitimate whistleblower yes but why not have the ones that came forward to him come forward well because they value their life they're not running <laughs> for their life. Like this is which, classified which information. The, you're not allowed yeah. to come forward with this. Like we're honestly for makes one, safe for one perspective. We're lucky this guy came forward at all. Who knows why he decided to come forward. But it's like, like I, I hear what you're saying. Like, why didn't those people come forward? It's like, well, because they're not allowed to, and no one in their right mind is going to do that. If they were, if it's classified information that basically by pain of death, you're going to die. If you reveal. Right. That could why, be. Why hasn't any of this other stuff gotten disclosed? It's because people don't want to lose their life.
1: Yeah. But the only the other aspect too is that what David Grush is claiming, it it's like Roswell stuff. And this is stuff that's 80 years old, basically. You know, yeah, this but- this really old stuff where it's like, okay, we're we're starting it's like, wow, we're still talking about things that happened like 80
0: years ago. You know? I don't think so. No. You like if you if you watch that interview, that News Nation interview, David Grush. Is talking about a lot more than just he's he yes he is stating roswell was a thing he's also opening up about all of this new information regarding the italians passing uh like uh, exotic craft over he's talking about exotic propulsion and it hasn't lessened eric hecker's reveal it has strengthened his reveal in a really like unsuspecting way like Mm -hmm. It, like normally I would think, oh, well, this is just hiding Eric Hecker, but it hasn't hit Eric Hecker. It's made his it's made his case much stronger. And Eric Hecker now is getting he's getting put on a bunch of shows being interviewed where his information is getting out even further. So right. it's almost like this weird, like perfect storm of information coming out at the same time. yes. You know.
1: But I feel like th- this goes along with the narrative with the Tic Tac UFO that that went with New York Times. I, I just feel like it's all kind of it's the same people. Well, you, okay. You, you, when you when you're starting to look into David Grush and all the people that's around him, it's the same people that are talking about the Tic Tac UFO. The same people that are talking about all these things that that have kind of happened the last couple of years, but. It's like also what they're not talking about. No, dude, dude. So,
0: dude, the tic-tac, okay, if we're going to, br- if you're going to whistle blow on this stuff, the yeah. easiest f- reference point that you have is the tic-tac UFO stuff, which has just been everywhere over the last few years. Right. But, but, but David Grush is specifically talking about, like, he's coming out. And saying things wh- like the Tic Tac UFO thing was like, well, we don't know where this is from. We don't know what this is. We don't know this if this is an otherworldly craft. Let's just have this discussion round and round. This guy's like, yeah, the Tic Tac UFO is a thing. He's like, but there are exotic craft that mm-hmm. we've had. And there's people that have lost their lives oh, from yeah. working on this stuff. Like, it's a way, way. Well, bigger. that and
1: that's the stuff that David Greer, the, like the people that went with yes. David Greer. That's the stuff that they were talking about. I mean, like because. The, the thing that I think David Greer, what they were more focused on- Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer, right? Yeah. David Greer. David Greer. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Stephen Greer. I think the more focus was what their technology, what the technology is being used now and how it's being used and how dangerous it is. You know, that was more the focus that Stephen Greer was really focusing on. With this, it's like, no media is asking these questions about the tech. It's like, okay, we'll talk about E.T. bodies, we'll talk about craft, but we won't talk about technology.
0: Actually, so- though, I, I also disagree because in my research, I'm finding even the Hill interviewed like a, a separate guy, the guy that was um, he was one of the whistleblowers with the Twitter files. And he's been researching all of this stuff along with these whistleblowers coming out. And all of them are talking about exotic technologies that we've we've never seen because
1: cnn's talking about anti-gravity craft right i mean they they, they're bringing this up but it's like
0: that's why i'm saying well yeah but the domino effect is making it so like guys like uh like shrat that you interviewed well it's it's, all of their work is being looked at anew it it is i mean
1: this is the positive thing. I think by by this coming out whether this was a distraction from everything else that's going on in the world right now or you know the Epstein client list that we still haven't yet seen. I mean see. of
0: course we, <laughs> we want that. like I would well, I would much rather have that good. discussion. But the yeah. thing is is there okay
1: there And I do think he's legit. I do think I don't think I don't think Grush is lying at all about anything he's saying. But I just but the key person was we talked when you and I were talking about last week, I think it was, is, is John Clapper. I'm like, why out of okay. all people is this
0: guy behind I think him? I know why he was there. Yeah, I really do. And I don't think it's why you think he was there. I think you think he was there. Cause he's a part of this whole thing.
1: I, I do. I, I mean, I'm I, totally convinced on that. I don't,
0: I think this okay. He would not be there if he wasn't. My opinion on this is like, okay, if let's just say Grush is, really did release this stuff. And he is, he is like worried about his life. Let's say that that's true. James Clapper showing up there and Grush having to see him in the audience as a threat is a totally like, I, he wasn't, picnic. no,
1: no, he's supporting what he's doing because he's, he's sitting with Jeremy Corbell. Yeah, he's sitting with, um, I know, with, dude. um,
0: the uh George, I know what um, I know what you're saying, but it might yeah. not be that in reality. He could be mm-hmm. he might have to support what he's doing for his own, like for whatever it is. Him showing that's up in an that audience. Point. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a very clear message to Grush, who knows more than anyone else about what's going on. So that could go either way. You know, hmm. it's I guess just- so. And I'm not saying I'm right here either. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We'll have to keep sitting, seeing, yeah. seeing things. And sitting uh, in brush, like standing in his shoes is a very different thing than us kind of like looking, you know, at Yeah, the-
1: well, well, they were like, Jeremy was very, Jeremy Corbell, he's the one on the right. He's the one that's, that's he came out, he got, um, more recently, he's the one that got um, Bob Lazar to come out publicly. Um, they did a documentary on him. So this guy that we're looking at right now, this is James Clapper. He's the one that's you know sitting behind uh, David Grush there. But um, I, I just I just feel that this whole thing is it's too well organized. That that's why it's just making me question not the narrative because I I think you know I think that he could have he could have very easily said things very differently to get to be more precise and clear about what they actually saw, what they have and what he has seen. So I think that, that the fact that he, he chose his words so carefully, it was was very well organized and planned. It it was almost like a script
0: and he, he delivered it perfectly. I I know I saw it. I was like, this guy's very careful in what he says, but in his position, that he was in, he had to learn how to be that way. And the other thing is some of this could be, well, Hey, this is happening at a convenient time. Let's push this out and get it all over the news so that we can, we can cover a bunch of this other stuff up. That could very well be, it's Mm -hmm. like it's opportunism at its finest, but it really is potentially releasing a bunch of stuff while they do that, that they can't now hide anymore, you know? Cause there's, there's certain things that are going on where it's like, Way beyond, way beyond. And I have a feeling that it is mostly because of Grush's um, position in the military previously. This is the highest level whistleblower. Yeah. It's situations that's come out like it's massive. So yeah. I don't think they can avoid having really quick divide decisive, um, you know, uh, hearings on this stuff right
1: it's it, but that's the other thing that's really weird though. all the media has just been lashing onto this talking about it 24 inter- 7 I know. and cnn and i'm like what the heck you know but the ben, fact that all it, the media is talking about it right now it's like making me question like okay they want to talk
0: about this they're being asked to talk about it why <laughs> right and and honestly that might be the part where it's like well it's better about talking it's better to talk about this than it would be to talk about what's going on in the White House right now yeah it's, that's it's that's like why I
1: think that's 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 why i I think maybe that the timing of it you know this might have been okay you know if you're gonna do it like this is the time to do it maybe that's more what you know it's just the the timing is just so they, the other thing perfect. too
0: is I really think as a society now, like you and I almost have been trained to be com- like very suspectful of someone coming out whistleblowing and, yes, and seemingly having an easy time about it because it's like yeah. how many people have died from trying to whistleblow on like much lamer things yeah you know what yeah. I mean so when someone actually does it and slips through the cracks it's like could this be real really like of course no no, right? no I do
1: think it's real I I'm not questioning whether it's not real or is real I'm I'm just questioning the narrative behind That's what I mean, it. though. And and that's, who's really behind it? Who's the one I mean. that's really pushing us forward?
0: It, it's like, it's hard to not yeah. just be like this, who's behind this kind of thing. But it's like yeah. sometimes people really do slip through the cracks and there's a whistleblower out there, you know? Yeah, I agree. But when all the media
1: are lashing onto it on both, well, especially on both sides, uh, it's... it's I don't know, but, you I know, I, it's just one of those things where I I, I, I want to keep watching this. I Like I said, I it's not that I think that I don't think this is I don't think this is a good thing at all. I think this is good. What's happening. It's gotten a lot more people to be, uh, you know, aware of what's going on with UFOs and everything that that's happening. And especially aliens. Uh, I think all of this is good. I just am, uh, you know, just a little bit weary on uh, everybody who's around him and what's going on and i'm just you know gonna see what happens with it and hopefully more things come out you know and hopefully more whistleblowers come out and that's that is what's happening but the media has been silent on any other f- future whistleblowers you know it's like there's only a few that they will talk to which again, all revolves around the same group of yeah, but people. they're
0: not—they're not really talking to Grush, like some of them are. But mostly, no, they, Well,
1: they—they are. Well, they—they're they, they're, they're reporting what he's saying. Yeah. Jeremy Corbell's getting interviewed a lot. You have that Lewis guy who, um, Lewis, uh, oh, gosh, I can't think of his last name. He's the one that broke the Tic Tac UFO story. He's the one that came out. It was the pilot. Um, And then there's a couple other people all within that group that that are all being interviewed that are on all these shows that that are being talked about and everything else. But anybody outside of that, it's like they're not really talking to. And I think that's why I'm a little bit kind of skeptical, just because I keep seeing the same people over and over again and they keep saying the same things over and over again. So. I don't know. We'll just see what happens with it. It's very interesting to say the least. And like I said, you know, I I still think this is all good. What's happening. So hopefully it will get more people and hopefully more things will get disclosed. Like how many alien bodies that they have and what's really going on.
0: Let's Um, we have to get over to the rise TV and you wanted to talk about Antarctica, right? So yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead.
1: No, yeah, no. What were you we gonna say? I was just gonna say, well, we can yeah, talk about that. Let's on Rise. talk about
0: Antarctica. What's going on there?
1: Well, are we doing that on Rise, or are we doing it now?
0: <laughs> no, we're doing that here because it's.
1: Oh, we yeah. are. Yeah. Okay. We cool. Promoted
2: that dude.
0: Okay. Yeah. So,
1: well, um, <laughs> there's, there's so Antarctica is trending on on. It's so weird to call it X. It's like Facebook. I can't call Facebook Meta. I don't think I'll ever be able to call Twitter X, but um, I know. So what's interesting is that, you know, we all know that the, the, the temperatures have been insane over the last couple of weeks, you know, all over.
0: It's warm. But,
1: yeah, but they're not talking about what's going on in Antarctica. It's been the lowest temperatures since they've recorded it since 2017. It was. Um, well, That makes
0: sense because it's really cool up north, I think, right now like uh, all about all in the Northern hemisphere. It's super cool.
1: Well, and well, this is the
0: South pole, right? I know, but but still I'm saying, yeah, both. Right.
1: So if it was global warming, shouldn't it be affecting the entire earth? And, you know, I just feel like they're, they're, they're not talking about the places that are actually a lot colder than normal. So, um, so right now, yeah, it feels like it's a hundred and uh, sorry, negative 114 degrees right now. That's what it feels like in Antarctica. It's about negative 70 degrees Fahrenheit right now. Like that is like, I don't even know. <laughs> it's like another planet cold. Yeah. <laughs> so in the meanwhile in like texas and florida it's like record-breaking temperatures and i know in the midwest too kind of all over the place so um it's just really weird yeah makes you wonder what is really going on here so what are are you looking up Lindsay? oh you're looking up celsius so okay so for those of you in canada and uh uk i guess so uh, it's negative 56 degrees celsius as what's going on and then it feels like it's a negative 81 degrees celsius wow like that that is so incredibly cold right yeah there's a there's a place in russia it starts with an o i can't think of the name of it it's a it's it's just a long name and it's it's the coldest uh, city on on the planet The average temperature Is like negative 40 degrees The wow. average temperature <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like it must be Way up there
1: yeah in the summer I think it gets up
0: to about 30 degrees It's like is anyone Maybe 50 is it populated at
3: all
1: Yeah yeah it's it's populated It starts with oh um When we go over to rise TV I'll, I'll figure Out the name and for it I can't think of it right at the Top of my head but anyway thought that was Fascinating but the other thing about um, the pyramids, right? Yeah, the pyramids. So, uh, well, Lindsay's bringing up this article. I, I think does it mention this this place in Russia? I don't know. Anyway, it's in Russia. Starts with an I I can't think of it. Oh, uh, nah. yeah. it's okay. We'll come back to it, Lindsay. So, um, this. Can you click on this first link about the, so the great, so this is, this was a super fascinating photo. I've been kind of talking about this for a little bit and um, it's hard now to find the pyramids and on Google maps in Antarctica, but check out this photo, Rob. So what we're seeing below is the pyramids of Giza and what we're seeing on the top are the three pyramids. Supposedly that's in Antarctica. And they seem to match up pretty close.
0: Yeah, you know the only thing that doesn't check out for me with this is that this area is open to the public. You can go to this area, and they would not allow that if this was really a pyramid. So I'm more likely to believe that this is. Well, a you can range. go there, but how many pla- How many people have really? I mean, how many people have even
1: been to Antarctica? Let alone this area? Yeah, like you can't. You can't just take like a. I mean, you could go there, but it's extremely challenging to get there because it's not
0: that close to the coast. You would have to take like um Yeah, but it is open, is what I'm saying. Like right. it's it's a, this area that is like public access, whereas most of Antarctica is off limits. Right. Well no, no leave, is... leave that up,
1: Lindsay. Well, the other thing is too, is the um is that pyramid in Antarctica has four sides. And they're perfectly flat on all four sides. And they call it a mountain, but it, it's like, I, I believe it, it really is a, a, a pyramid. There's no way that well, it's
0: it hard, be. you know, it's hard without being there and seeing it, like, see the shadow. Well, like, it's hard to say how flat this really is according to the edges. Oh, you can
1: see it on other, on other, um, on other angles for sure. I mean, you can find it on, on Google maps. We've talked about it so many times. Uh, I'm trying to find another image of it. Um,
0: hey, don't get me wrong. I want it to be a pyramid and I think I, that's I think down here do somewhere. Is- I'm just not sure about this.
1: Here's another image. It's just it just because it it, it seems to line up. Gosh, I'm trying to find so hard like there's so much so many images have like been taken down on on search engines now i know that okay here here's another here's another viewpoint um from this here i'll just share it it's just going to be easier so this is fascinating because this one takes the the circumference of the whole thing and it it does seem to be um, I mean that's yeah. I mean my, my understanding is that I really think it is a, a pyramid, but they are calling it a mountain. but I mean that doesn't look like a mountain from that. Well, name. we'll
0: just have to wait for Antarctica to melt so we can see it.
1: I guess so. Yes. All right. Why don't we uh, head over to um, Rise? Oh, that name of that that I don't even know how to pronounce. Oymyakon it. is that it? Well, yeah, that's
0: that, what it says.
1: That's it. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. That is <laughs> I'm not a Russian expert. Yeah, it's, it's probably more like Oymyakon. It's the coldest place on Earth where people live. Let me say that. You know, I mean, I'm sure Antarctica is has the coldest places on the planet, but. Um, but where people live, it's crazy. There's like a whole, there's all these, like, you can read all about it and what what people that live there, what they have to do to like survive and live. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah
1: crazy (laughs) it's so nuts yeah and how their cars they have to have like very special things on their cars and all these things they don't freeze it's totally i'd
0: love to see one of those people get shipped off to like florida and watch their reaction there and like what it's like for them
1: (laughs) since i can't imagine that they would have you know i don't think it's a very wealthy town which probably why people still live there because they can't afford to move so that i mean some of them might not have any, even experienced any like warm climate their entire life. Can you imagine
0: that? I know. Well, hey, we get, let's get over to rise.tv where yep. we're going to get into our Q&A and our live meditation and prayer.
2: Sounds good. All right. Hidden beneath the sphinx there are whispers of a secret tucked away in Antarctica, far from the modern world. Are ancient monuments and classified military operations. Pyramids found all around the globe may be covering up more than the ancient civilization of Egypt, but go back, back all the way to Atlantis. What if we uncovered the truth about ancient Atlantis, Antarctica, and Egypt, and how their secrets may change everything we think we know about history? Advanced technology, psychic predictions come true, a Nazi search, and pyramids. Hollow Earth, warm oases, secret military operations, and pyramids, sacred geometry, the Sphinx's hidden treasure, elongated skulls, and the most famous pyramids of all. What do the secrets of our past mean for humanity today? Find out in Edge of Wonders series ancient civilizations get your questions ready because it's time for our live Q&A session exclusively on rise.tv all right
3: welcome to rise